All right, we're live. <coughs> oh, that was fast. Yeah, we did it. We're here. All right. Hey, it's my fault we're late. Sorry, guys. Late night. Oh, it's all good. Hi, Sean. After dark. Hey. Okay, okay the after dark. Go. I thought you were muted for a second. No, I'm not. <laughs> That's muted. why What's... I was like, hi, Sean. No, I Uh-oh. hear you. You're fine. Okay, You're good. 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 Yep. <laughs> John, were you allowed to talk about what you were doing or is it secret yeah. stuff? It, it was streamed. Uh, oh, okay. A bunch of us were playing Among Us. A bunch of YouTuber friends. So we, uh, a bunch of us were streaming it. Right. Was uh, was one of your YouTuber friends uh, AOC? No. Oh man. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> YouTuber friend. <laughs> I'm flattered. You think I have that much reach? My YouTube no. friend Alex. Yeah, we were playing. She was there. Yeah, hey, you know, me and Alex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one day. One day. I, I I fear the day I have that much clout. Sure. I, yeah, I would. I would too. That's great power comes great responsibility. That's that's, that's fitting considering what I've been playing. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> there you go. Some narrative stuff. What you guys been up to the last week? Uh, we're working on getting our bathroom redone because we have realized it needs work kind of asap. So, is it leaking? Mm. Uh, no. But we're worried we might find mold in there. So oh, we're. And and the tub has already been pretty banged up from when we bought the place in the first place. It was it was mm. very in very poor shape. So we figured since uh, we aren't going anywhere for the next six months minimum, might as yeah, well I use heard our, you guys uh, have travel uh, money. You, you have the most cases in Canada right now, dude. It's bad. It's getting <laughs> worse. Well, you. I mean, you say that. My mom was like, "We got eighteen hundred today," and I was like. Oh, yeah? I got 18,000 yesterday in California okay. alone. In Canada, it's bad, but by <laughs> yeah. American standards, it's yeah. it's the dollar to the American dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. order of magnitude. Yeah, no, that sounds pretty bad. I'm, I'm kind of dreading that I have to do this trip, and I keep being like, it's just going to be worse and worse by the time I get there. Yeah, because people here are actively trying to get it now. They're like actually <laughs> gathering in it's mass. It's so stupid. Yeah. yeah. Was it there was a protest, anti mass protest like Saturday or something like that? Yeah. yeah we have those as well. Like, it's crazy. Oh my God. It's like the mask isn't yeah, what about even that annoying. Been- like, it's not even that bad of a thing. It's not like, oh, yeah. Anyway. Like, I, I sometimes I wonder if they think they're wearing like a, like a gas mask, a literal gas mask where you just have to like the canisters you have to breathe through. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the, the subreddit public freak out is pretty regularly p- people like filming people at grocery stores <laughs> just having fits because they're being told to put a mask on. Yeah. So dumb. Do? It's awesome. Yeah. Bring on the vaccine, please. Yep. We need it. I hear, uh, I hear yeah. UK's implementing it this month. Yeah. Which, I mean, they're going to be a, a good test ground here. I'm curious to see how that's going to go. Yep, yeah, but sure. at least one vaccine creator has already said like, yeah, we're not going to be able to hit the goals we originally thought. We're going to have like half of that. So that's a bit scary. Yeah, I was just talking to my girlfriend like, you know, after the vaccine, after this is kind of in the past, like how long is it going to take before like you you like go out and be like, hey, can I can I hug you? I, I haven't seen you in like a couple of years to my friend. Like, are, are you OK if we hug? Is this OK? Like, you know, the lingering kind of effects sure i hope some things go away i don't need to shake hands with people i just don't need to shake your hand i still miss hugging though so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. with with people like you care about like even during this covid i saw my parents at some point i hugged them because like 
They're my fucking yeah. parents. Um, but like, I don't need to shake a stranger's hand at an interview no, or that, something. That's fair. Like, fuck all that shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't see bowing becoming a thing though. Hand, it's gonna be like yo, like hand signals and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. How do how do we feel or, about or like, like convention bumps. stuff after this? I, not oh, even con- just conventions, concerts too. Anything. Dude, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna do a convention until I've had like both vaccine doses. Like that's it's the thing. Not, yeah. Conventions were already like, oh, you're guaranteed to get something. <laughs> yeah. So now it's like, yeah. I, stuff you no, can so get no matter bad. what, the first con uh, TRG does, we're gonna we're gonna all get sick. There's no way. We've all uh-huh. basically skipped out on it. Sure. Yeah, no, and, and and again, concerts. Like, how long is it going to take me to be like, yeah, I'm a, I'm okay going to a concert, like, and and like not have to think about it or not being worried yeah. like the whole time, like that's yeah. probably going to take like years. Yeah, like I don't think COVID's going anywhere. It'll just be kind of like the colder flu, like it'll be regular. Right, but I don't. People but even then, like I'm, I'm assuming that's what it'll turn into. Is it'll be kind of a thing. Yeah, like, and maybe maybe we have to get like a yearly shot, like the like the flu or whatever. Yeah, um, and that'll but, be but, years from now, though. But before COVID, it was like I didn't go outside being like, "Am I going to get a cold? Am I going to get a cold?" And it's not—it yeah. wasn't in like the back of my head like at all times. Right. So like, how long is it going to take before it becomes like it is at the level of a cold? You know, where it's like when it's when we can regulate it and yeah, so that it's like. But I, I get what Sean's saying. Like, I'm super yeah. paranoid too. I'm like, is this going to be the time? Like. Yeah, because we're we're in like uh, the worryable group. So I'm just like, I don't I don't want to like yeah. get, get it going to like a game store and like get Reese sick or like Reese yep. go go yeah. grocery shopping and I get sick or like one of us goes. It just if any of us leaves and gets the other one sick, we're both worried about it. And it's just so scary because it's the thing that you can have for a few days before, you know, that's yeah. the worst yeah. part. It's not even like if you got sick, then, you know, like if it was uh transmissible after you started having symptoms that's like okay i can just quarantine myself it's fine but this is like you have it and then three days later everyone you've ever loved is now trying to breathe <laughs> so bad it's such Jesus, a bad it's thing. really fucking scary when you board it that way yeah this is a great way to start the show i know sure. nice yeah. cheery um, podcast about yeah, video games i'm gonna i'm gonna do the yeah. impossible transition because um, we didn't Good talk luck. about this on the show, but I would like to to mention that the new Animaniacs reboot is awesome. Okay, I keep hearing cool. really good things about this. Apparently, they nailed it really well. It's very good. It's super wacky, um, super zany, <laughs> zany to the max. Um, That's in the song. A lot song. of, a lot of good reference. like meta jokes about how they just rebooted this for the money. There's a lot of jokes about that. Um, and how they've just been like gone for for decades. A lot of good Trump jokes, more than you would think, which which was not pretty enjoyable. No, the original Animaniacs made fun of Bill Clinton all the time, so I'm not surprised. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and just I think if you're a, if you're a fan of Animaniacs, there's a lot to get from that. Uh, there's this one episode called Bun Control that's all about a guy who comes to the the Warner Brothers lot uh, to sell everyone bunnies and he's like no Uh you need to buy more bunnies to protect yourself from the people who have more bunnies than you right Uh (laughs) uh-huh oh it's so good it's so good um so everyone's buying up buns and there's a buns buyback program at the end of the episode oh it's so good very very funny very fourth of all uh if you have hulu definitely check it out um what is it on in canada i I heard someone say that it's on actually on netflix here or is it on something else 
See, I would almost be surprised to hear that because there's straight up like references to Hulu is the one bringing them. But, but Hulu doesn't exist up here. Exactly. So like, how would that even work? Right. Um, Maybe it's know. one of those things yeah. we just don't get. Someone straight up says the anime episode. The, there is a part where it just goes anime for a section and it's awesome. Like it's straight up. They're just going super Saiyan <laughs> out of nowhere. It's oh. It's a good show. Like I, I would recommend it if you're looking for a pretty funny laugh. Uh, the Animaniacs reboot on on Hulu is real good. Cool. Um. All right. If no one else has anything to drop and mention, then let's do the show. Last right. call. All right. Top down perspective. December third. I'm Sean Booker. Paul Fleck. John Wheeler. Uh, John, you got one game. Let's get through it. What have you been playing? Sure. Uh, other than Pacross, which is Pacross, uh, I have been playing the life. DLC for Spider-Man Remastered. And wow, it's bad. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing special, honestly. The like, city that never so, sleeps stuff, right? So the the first one I really liked. I thought it was yeah. good, you know, just slightly more, no, slightly higher. Uh, <laughs> but despise Screwball. Absolutely hate her. And she's yes. so much more prominent in the DLC. And, Wait, is she oh. the photobomb one? Yeah. Photobomb! Oh my god. I know. She's it's so time fucking for a bad. photobomb! And somehow yeah. her challenges, challenges are way more difficult than Taskmasters were. And I don't know they how. Are. It's <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. When I, when I realize that the trophies don't even ask you to get gold, they only want you to get silver, I'm like, all right, done. And yeah. it doesn't even count for 100%. It literally is just a thing you can do to show off. And which Who means is I'm this? Not is this an actual doing. Spider-Man character? I don't know. I thought they made it for the game. It's the uh, Screwball. is a character who uh, keeps getting her fan. She's like a YouTuber or a streamer. And her fans uh, are criminals from the raft and everything else. Oh, right. She's in the actual game, right? That's she's in the actual game for like okay. one mission, but then she's in, she's got like five bases per DLC in, uh, yeah. in the, uh, looks like she actually is a character. Yeah. Oh, Screwball actually is in the comics. Okay. Looks like it. She's, uh, so I'm not mad at the voice actress because obviously she did a great job considering what she had to voice, but I just hate the dialogue and the, yep. the delivery she was told to do is just, oh, yeah. And her missions just aren't that fun. Like at all? No. They're so there are fun. some fun ones. Like I like the the ones where it's just like, all right, you only get to use two of your gadgets, uh, but we keep like charging them up real fast. Take out as many people as you oh, can. Oh yeah, those okay. are really fun. Sure. And they got me to use like the the uh, utilities I didn't normally use. Like I didn't use the concussive blast that often. And there was one where it was like use the web bomb and the concussive blast, and it was really oh, really yeah. effective to push them into like the ground and walls and stuff, and yeah, trap them. That was yeah, that, that was that super fun. Great. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that but, was a good but one. then, it, yeah, it's just like somehow like uh, the missions are more stricter than Taskmasters, which like Taskmasters yeah. like chasing <laughs> ones, chasing the drones already sucked a lot. <laughs> yeah, they were. I uh, didn't like them at all. But yeah, no, like the the DLC ups the scale and difficulty, but also like it just kind of feels like bullshit by the third one. Like I like the I yeah. like the first one because I like Black Cat. I liked uh, all the stuff they had there. Second one focused on uh, Yuri and Hammerhead, which was it was all right. Yeah. I, I like the ending because that what made me want to do the third one right away. Yeah, and then yeah. the third one just starts kind of like bullshit hard. Isn't that Silver Sable? Is the yeah. Main thing? yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, the fight yeah. with Silver Sable was just not fun. Yeah, and then just true. like all and like all the enemies are running around like these giant mech suits. So like almost every enemy you fight now is a big enemy. Or they have yeah. the machine guns, the miniguns, or like they have jetpacks and shields. Like it's just like 
is annoying. And then like the base missions are also getting impossible. It's like, here, get a 95 hit combo while these guys can just grab you out of the air immediately with no like uh, sign. It's it's bad, dude. Yeah. I hate it. I'm just yeah. not did having you, fun, but did you find one the DLC? It. No, not yet. Okay. I'm like halfway through the third DLC. Is the plan immediately yeah, the- to go into miles? I, you know what? I was going to be, but based on how I'm feeling after this, I think I'm burnt a bit. I oh, might actually no. wait a yeah. bit for miles. I might that wait sucks. a bit for miles because this DLC has not been what I expected. Okay. That kind of yeah. nice thing about, I, well, so miles is set at like Christmas. So you could mm. kind of time it around that, which would be kind of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a bummer though. Cause like miles is not difficult unless you want it to yeah. be hard, right? You can like turn up the difficulty. So you'll probably have a much easier time, especially after playing like a hard mode. Dude, you, yeah. Like by the, by the time I actually get the miles, like I'm going to be so good at combat and web swinging. Cause this is yeah. forcing me to be extremely like uncomfortably good at the combat and web swinging. Right. Yeah. Now. And he plays just like Spider-Man, except he, now he can like super punch people. Um, yeah, timeline wise, how much later is this than the DLC? Like, cause the, the main game takes place at Halloween. And then uh, the DLC takes place, I think, weeks later, if even. Yeah, it's pretty close because Miles is like pretty new. So I would is say Miles like 15 or 16 in, in his game or does he it has say? to be the same. I think it's the same year because it's in it the first Christmas without his dad around and his dad. Oh, like, maybe if that, well, if that's the it? case, then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe I would. Yeah, like it's got to be like within a year. Like it's he's he's super new and like he doesn't even have a, his own suit yet. Like you get that after I, like 20 minutes or so. I like the yeah. fact that uh, in the DLC, the, I'll give the DLC this. I like the fact that they're like, they're talking about how Peter trains him. Like they'll have phone call discussions like, hey, I did this. Like, is this right? Like, no, no, you got to try this here. What if yeah. I change this on my web shooter? Like, yeah, that'd be cool. Like, I like that they're doing oh, that. Okay. And that's the thing that's keeping me want to keep doing the DLC. But yeah. man, like it, it's just it's, it's, the enemy groupings are just not fun anymore. It's just it's gotten that that little teeter. That's just a little too far. I think Miles yeah. will fix everything for you because it's heavy on the story. It is not mm. difficult. So it's kind of like yeah, everything you want either. From what it's I've not seen. that long. Yeah. Um, My, Miles says exactly like what I want. But man, I'm regretting now doing the slog to get through at least like like I said, the first DLCs yeah. were fine. Second one was starting to grate on me because I hate screwball. But yeah. I got 100 percent on it anyways, and just this third one now is just like I don't even want to touch the screwball missions. There's only five, I, and I don't want to touch them. I was ready to be done at the third one as well. The third yeah. one is the weakest for sure. I liked the Black Cat one. I thought it was okay. Yeah, no, because Black Cat's uh, one of my favorite Spider-Man characters, so I was like, all right, I'll definitely yeah. do it for that. And then I'm like, okay, the next good. one's about Yuri. I really like her, and then I wanted to yep. see where the story went now. And I, I need closure at this point. Is really the only reason I'm still doing the DLC. Yeah. Yeah, the third one's bad. I agree with you. So, at least you're not alone in that one. <laughs> oh, thank God for that. Yeah. Uh, other than that, that's all I've been playing, really. All right, Paul, go, go ahead. Uh, Rainbow Six Siege had their new update. I can't remember what it's called, but they have a new defender on it called uh, Aruni? Aruni, uh, a tie operator who puts up a weird laser barricade kind of like a castle wall but it's lasers uh damages enemies that try to go through it they enemies can disable it for 30 seconds by throwing basically anything through it like grenades drones anything and then like disable it that way to get through uh it's neat 
She's a neat operator. Uh, also, she has a prosthetic arm that she can punch shotgun-sized holes into walls to, like, make kill holes and stuff, which is cool. What? That sounds yeah, awesome. She's neat. Yeah, she's a neat character, for sure. Um, one of her guns is, like, uh, SMG, which I'm not a fan of, but her other guns is, like, a DMR, which I am a fan of. So she has one gun I like and one gun I don't like. She's a cool operator. I really like her, though. Uh Kind of uh, weird ideas they're getting into now because I think they've kind of run the gambit of things that you can do in a siege-like situation without going like completely crazy. So I'm excited to see what they do next. But yeah, she's cool. I played Tetris Effect Connected with two other people. We did a did you play Connected? Stack. Connected, yeah the th- the three player thing. Yo, it's so it was really weird at first. Because we didn't understand what was going on. But after one game, we're like, okay, this makes sense. Where you're clearing lines to kind of build up your meter thing. Then the bass drops, as it were. The song does the drop or yep. whatever. And yep. everything goes together. And you just start it's the coolest taking thing. almost like a turn-based thing. Where one player has the thing to uh, the option to put a piece down. Then the other player, then the next. And it just kind of cycles through all of you. And you can kind of like put your piece where you plan to put it to kind of right. like all the boards on. combine into one giant one giant one yeah and then so every cool. line you make kind of moves to the bottom <laughs> to like because all you're do, trying to do is make giant lines and those giant lines attack an ai that's attacking you the whole time yeah and it's basically yeah, it's you go into cool. zone mode like you do in tetris yeah. effect but the, yeah. but you're combining three tetris uh boards into one giant one and you can go onto your partners like areas and stuff yeah uh i don't know how many people can play that thing though because at the very beginning where you can choose what thing you're on like which field you can have two people on the same single player field so theoretically you might be able to have six people play that and that sounds weird to me so i don't know I have no idea what you're talking about at the beginning have- there's like the three the, there's the three Tetris fields, and then you put your username on whichever one you w- want to control. Oh, okay. You can have you multiple can people on share, one? Yeah, you can put oh. two people on one. Oh, God, so, that sounds like a nightmare, though. But, I mean, we didn't... Uh, we should have tried it just for, like, the science. So like, it, did it actually it work, or was it the game like, no, you can't do this? Yeah, no, I, we didn't even try it, so... Okay, I bet I bet you just can't do that. I bet maybe yeah, you maybe. can have the name there, but you can't both select it. That's my guess. Oh, like when, maybe. You, when like two people are selecting like a, as the same fighter or whatever, maybe like that's my yeah. guess. Yeah, baby. Um, yeah, no, that thing's really, really cool. It's literally just Tetris with two other people. And then you play, you're playing alone and then sometimes you're playing with them and it's very, very neat. I think it's so cool. Like, I think it's like, oh, this is why there's a subtitle and it's called connected. This mode is so yeah. cool. It's a little bit of a bummer. I know a bunch of people with the game on uh, Epic Game Store that do not have Game Pass, and so they can't play with me, <laughs> and that right. sucks. Because yeah, so it is only available for uh, Xbox and Game Pass currently um, on PC. So if you have Game Pass, you can play it with people. Um, if you have it on Epic Game Store or whatever on PC, you cannot, and that sucks. Same with PlayStation, yeah. Next um, in the last four days, I've played about 30 hours of Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, so I wrapped that game completely up. And 
without doing like a spoilerific job of talking about the story stuff, the thing that stands out the most about that game is that that combat is so fucking good. It's hard to go to combat in the next game, which I'll talk about in a second, which is very, very, very basic. I have a pretty um, similar one when I'm playing Valhalla and it's like, these are pretty yeah. similar games, but this combat sucks. <laughs> yeah. So Ghost of Tsushima ruined me forever in open world combat. I think just the way that that game makes you utilize the different stances to actually do stuff and like test you so well at the final fight areas on how, like how much you've mastered that stuff and parrying and dodging and stuff like that. Like going to, I mean, I'll talk about it in a second, but Immortals Phoenix Rising is literally just like hitting the same button over and over until something dies and it's super fucking boring. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so. yeah, I can see that. Did you um what was your like go to armor at the end that you were always wearing? Oh dude, you have to uh represent Clan Sakai the whole time. Is that the one that lets you do the like five kills during yeah. a standoff? That's yeah, so awesome. Honestly, all the armor you get, except the Mongol armor you get at the end is kind of meh, whatever. It, like, makes you more stealthy if you want to avoid crowds, I guess. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, the ghost armor is so fucking cool. Um, the Sakai armor is good. The Gosaku armor is good if you're having trouble. It gives you more health and you take less damage. All that armor is so good at the end. It's so crazy. And yeah. then it just looks cooler and cooler as you upgrade them. Yeah, again, I never um, wore a helmet, even though the Sakai one's cool, because you got, like, antlers. Uh, the antlers, which a, yeah. Which is very cool, but again, I just... It covers up too much of uh, Jin's face, and I wanted to see that facial capture and stuff, so I just went headband the whole time. No, it takes off the face stuff during the cutscenes, if you're some, wearing Not it. all of them, because I, I was wearing a hat at some of them, and there were still times mm-hmm. where it would, like, cover his eyes. Like, I remember I got, like, the straw hat hat once, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. wear this, but it was covering his eyes during some cutscenes. And like just during like um, uh, uh, side quests and stuff, and it was, and it was like, mm. oh, I, this is still not okay for me. I don't like this. <clears throat> did you? Uh, I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think of other stuff. Did you see? Did you get the weird like basket? You can just put a basket on your head. <laughs> it's like literally just a wicker basket, like a I garbage can. So that you I can think put. so. Maybe not. It's randomly in like a graveyard. More. Okay, maybe I did. Yeah. Maybe I just had a hat that kind of looked like a basket because a lot of those hats do look a little bit like a basket. I feel like I would have remembered if it was like a just a straight up basket. But that's funny. Yeah, it's funny. But like, I was just thinking about how you were saying like I want to see the facial capture. You don't see anything with that thing on. It's literally just like a <laughs> trash can on his head. It's really yeah. good. <laughs> that's good. Uh, the story stuff is definitely the thing to talk about in that game, though. Uh, it's very rare that. I actually care about characters in an open world game besides the main character. And I kind of Yo, had feelings about what every about, character in this game. What about that moment when they when the Act 3 title card comes up? Um, if you don't remember, I don't the, I remember think I'll, specifically. Okay, I'll talk to you about it afterwards. Um, okay. That part was like, oh, shit. I will say Act 3 felt like maybe 10 hours when like the rest of the game felt like 40 <laughs> like yeah it's well, it is it's like a third short. of the length it's extremely short yeah uh which is good because by that time i was like okay this feels like it's ramping up i'd hope there's not a whole lot of side stuff to do there isn't yeah. everything kind of wraps up in that act um i like how all the different like main characters have their own tales and like you're kind of building 
up who they are and what they're doing. I felt like some of their stories fell a little flat, but that might just be because everything in this game is kind of like, well, yeah, like this isn't a magical game like that that person lost in the end or won or and that's it. We move on with our life. It's like, oh, well, okay, that person got away, I guess, (laughs) or that person did this or and it feels like there should have been more of a grandiose ending for some of them. And there wasn't, uh, I'm, there was one specifically, but I can't remember which one it was now where it ended. I was like, Oh wait, that was the end. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, there we go. (laughs) I can't remember who though. Now, um, I will say some of the endings are heartbreaking. Hmm. Yeah. I will. I was gonna say in some of the side quests, I do feel like they kind of fall flat because it's like, Yo, there's there's demons in this forest, and you're like, oh shit, demons, and you're like going through the forest, and it's like, man, yeah. they're really demons. Oh no, it's bandits again. It's always bandits. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. But on the flip side of that, they then amp that up in like the co-op when it's like, no, nah, there's yeah. like fucking ghosts and shit, man. Um, so hey, if you want to do some co-op, I'm still looking for yeah. a co-op, buddy. Yeah, no, there's actually story stuff. There's a two-player co-op story. Yeah, I've only uh, played that first mission because I was like. I don't want to play with randos and, and then and now you're you're caught you're done let's do it yeah uh i did take a look at that stuff so you talked about it so i'm not going to retread it but basically it's a four player um co-op mode where you can pick four different classes the samurai thief um like assassin type hunter, i guess i think hunter like and uh ronin, ronin is one is the yeah. other yeah which is a support class with healing abilities and shit um like summon dogs and the <laughs> You summon ghost summon dogs. dogs yeah. Like what? <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's kind of like a survival mode, which I'm assuming is kind of like the left or dead mode where you're going through a thing and things are attacking you and that's four player. But there's also a story mode where you're playing the Tsushima legends or whatever. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the story stuff you're going through. There's also a raid that you yeah. can do. I don't uh, know what that means, but which, that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. So all that stuff looked very, very cool. That's the different stuff. That's the stuff that a few people when they like I streamed all of this. So a few people were like, oh, see, I would have bought this game if like I knew that it had this or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I could see that. I kind of like in Ghost of Tsushima that all the demons or whatever are just bandits and people playing tricks on like the peasants to try to like scare them and use fear tactics and whatever, because your dude is just like, no, I'm a samurai. I know there's no such thing as the demons. Let's go <laughs> yeah. fucking kill a bandit or two. But every now and then, every now and then, there's like an artifact you get and there's like a weird aura about it and like a weird person about it. And it seems a little bit off, but like never enough where it's like, oh, there's actually magic in this world. And then you find out at the end with that update that it's like, oh, there actually is magic in this other demon world and you can play a character in that world now. Uh <laughs> Yeah, there's really cool shit going on in that. It's easily one of the best uh, open world games I've ever played in my life. It's so fucking good. Um, Let's talk about open world games that don't do anything to push any narrative or anything new. Uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising came out, which is Ubisoft's Breath of the Wild. um, I would say ripoff, but it's more like an Assassin's Creed Breath of the Wild crossover that they did that takes place in like a Greek mythology thing um yep like a like a odyssey yeah it's um 
it's primed to fail for me because uh, I just got off one of the best open world games I've ever played and a huge one comes out in a week. Uh, but I would say it's not too bad. Uh, it just does nothing too special, I guess, is the thing. Okay. Um, so it does a lot of Breath of the Wild stuff. There are basically the shrines around the world. Um, they're like little rifts that you jump into that are a puzzle room that you get an item at the end that you can trade in for stamina upgrades at your hub. Um, there are like things you can cook to make potions to heal or you can eat them straight up if they don't. Um, uh, that heal you for less or whatever if you don't make them properly. There's different weapons and gear you can get. However, none of it breaks. And I guess the thing I do like is that you just upgrade the different things, like, just in general. Like, you don't upgrade one sword or, like, one axe or whatever. You upgrade all swords or all axes. And then you can, like, just choose between the ones that give you different perks and stuff. So that's good. Uh, you have an axe that does kind of stun damage, and that's what you do to try to, like, knock things out so you can cut them up really fast with your sword, or you just use your sword to, like, do health damage to kill things faster, and you kind of switch between them depending on what enemies you're fighting. Um, and that, I don't know. It's a beautiful-looking game. The combat is okay, but it's boring. Um, the thing about it that sucks is that the whole premise is that you're playing a character that's being told in a story by Prometheus to Zeus and the writing in it is fucking terrible. And every time they talk, I want to oh. kill myself. I fucking hate them so much. And they're talking all the time. Kind yeah. of a, a side point. Did you play Genshin impact? I did. Yeah. Genshin impact also does the climb everything sort of. Right. And that's another thing. very breath of the wild uh, yeah. clone. I've seen uh, I've seen more people compared to Genshin than I have to uh Sure. I I think it's interesting that two of those came out this year. Um yeah. and I'm I'm kind of curious how they kind of compare in, in like which one is the better clone, so to speak. So one of the things um me and a buddy like to do is make up stupid awards for games at the end of the year. And like this one won't win like any award because it's not best open world. It's not best Breath of the Wild like for this year. It's not best use of like um, myth of uh, Greek mythology of this year because Hades came out this year. Like it doesn't sure. kind of do anything <laughs> yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Um, this just this kind of makes me so, think of like of uh, Watch Dogs three where it's like this is fine. Mm hmm. But there's I want I want to play it. I have like three other open world games I'd rather play right now. But like so this isn't a bad game. What if in Watch Dogs three it's fine, but every now and then a stupid joke is said while you're exploring the world because they're trying that's, to be funny. That's just Watch Dogs three, but instead of like Zeus, it's like a wacky <laughs> robot, like a, a wacky British <laughs> robot. Okay, <laughs> Zeus is this version's Zeus is this wacky robot. Somebody said it best. They were like. This is the first product I've ever seen that made Zeus unlikable, <laughs> completely unlikable, because he specifically is the one that is like always trying to crack a joke and it's falls so flat. But like for me specifically, it falls so flat every time. I don't think there's anything that got a laugh out of me in this thing yet. Your main character is fine. They're kind of just like there and they're kind of just like playing a straight person that is just like act there and reacting to things but 
everybody else is, seems to try and be trying a little too hard. And it's kind of too bad because they do tie in some story stuff with like old um, mythology tales and stuff like that. And that stuff is neat, but it has that like that gross broth of like stupid narration that it's stewing in. And it feels a little bit ruined to me. Also, they ruined the title card, which should be punishable by death where like it's a cool title (laughs) card. And then Zeus and Prometheus are just like talking over it and making stupid jokes. And it's like, Oh, that was so cool. until you said something? What if you mute the game and you have like a podcast playing? See, that means it would be perfect actually because okay. i was right. actually looking to, i was like, looking that's the way to the play options. borderlands yeah i was looking through the options like if you can turn them off this game is totally great like it's fine uh okay and after the tutorial area it does tone down a lot because it's now an open world that you can just do stuff in um and the exploration is fun there's stuff everywhere to do everywhere i went to it seemed like there was a chest to get or like a puzzle to do or a shrine or something. And yeah, like yeah that's my, my cool. main question is like, is it a good breath of the wild? Like if I enjoyed the, you know, the loop of breath of the wild, is this going to scratch that itch? Uh, yeah. If you like just exploring, running into something, doing a little puzzle and getting something from it, it will for sure. Okay. Yeah. The combat is very, 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 very basic, very basic, but like, it's literally, you hit, like, right bumper to do, like, slash attacks, and then you hit it a bunch of times to combo, and then right trigger to use your axe to do, like, a combo with your axe, and that's pretty much it. Unless yeah, you use... pretty much Assassin's Creed combat. Yeah, okay. So, I figured, uh, it's... If you like Assassin's Creed combat, it's that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's all I've been playing. All right. Um, before I start, John, did you get an Xbox? I think I did. Whoa! Oh, shit! Which was it? The yeah, phone or so, the app or the website? What was it? The phone app or the website that you did it? Uh, they ended up being available on both. So I actually I got so it on the two. phone app, and then I also had a chance to get on the website, but I didn't want a chance getting two and accidentally canceling each other out. Okay, nice. So I'm glad the phone worked for you. Nice. Way to go. Yeah, so what happened, so for those wondering, uh, while they were going through their games, I was on walmart.ca trying to get an Xbox, and uh, they sold out in 30 seconds. <laughs> they kept saying not available, and but it would let me put it in the cart, and then they all disappeared after like three minutes, so I kind of gave up. And then on a whim, I just refreshed, and apparently they just came back, all the bundles came back, and it went through perfectly fine. I think that means so. you took one from some other kid and they gave it to you instead. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally. <Stupid kid. laughs> yeah, so I got a confirmation email, so I'm going to assume that means I got it, but it also says I'm not getting it till January, so. I was just about to ask how long is that like Yeah, it's it's take? a month wait, but uh, you know what? I'll take a guarantee and wait a month rather than sure. have to keep searching for months and hope I get it. Sure. And obviously you did the the X, not the S. Correct. Yeah. Right on. Cool. Now you can have an appropriately sized game console. <coughs> right. Uh, and not, yeah, yeah, not the disgustingly forward. huge uh, PlayStation 5. PlayStation 5. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, I started Avengers this week. Okay. Uh, um, the movies specifically. No. Okay. Kidding, the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I just watched all the movies over again. I just felt like it. 
Yep. Um, the first one's great. Two, not so much, but three and four. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Avengers, Mar- uh, Crystal Dynamics' Avengers. Yeah. That yep. that game is boring. Really? Mm. I like that campaign quite a bit. Oh, it's so boring. <laughs> I'm kind of... I'm I'm playing the campaign, you know, going through the single player, and and the whole time I'm like, hey, the 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 shining light of this game is the story. So I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I really want to see the story. I like the Avengers. I like these characters. Give me the story. I just like the gameplay of it is so boring. Like, <clears throat> I just like stand like, in where, an area and fight dudes. You don't like fight a bunch of robots. Area. Run to the next area. <laughs> bunch of more robots. Just keep hitting the X button. Oh, you got a health? I don't know. Hold right trigger, then hit X. Your health's back, I guess. break a bunch of robots um and like i don't think any of it like feels very good like the whole game just kind of feels like it's a little loose like Mm. there's some platforming sections and it's like wait why didn't it like connect me to the wall i thought there was wall jumps oh there is wall jumps it just okay i guess i was i guess i was holding left a bit too much i don't know don't worry about it we're we're on and there and there's robots now i'm gonna hit x a bunch just forget about that last part it's it's so weird like it, i feel like it's just like trying so much but it's it's just kind of like a a wonky game it's boring um <clears throat> i don't know i'm going to keep going it looks nice i'll say that it definitely looks good um i have a lot more to play i just i finally got to the unlocked the war table and did the first okay. mission from there um so i want to say i'm about 4 hours in or so I think now you can start playing uh, two player stuff. Multiplayer, yeah. yeah. So I I messaged my buddy and I was like, hey, I'll wait for you. Catch up to this point and we'll play. Um, Even then, the first mission I went on where it's like an open area just seems so odd because it's like this place is mostly empty. Is that the snow area that you started? Yeah, the the snow area. And it's like, here's some hovering platforms. There's a chest up there. Yeah. Okay. What? That's all the stuff that was in the demo so yeah, yeah. It's so it's like this is so weird it's like but it's like we're destiny we need this stuff and it's like i get i guess okay yeah. it's like well if you go over here there's an extra hard enemy yeah i guess there is a bigger robot over here i guess i'll go over there like the hulk is not great to play it just he just seems cumbersome like it's just like yeah I can, okay like, so i'm, I'm not just, i'm not crazy in thinking that he was my least favorite out of them all yeah he, okay. it's just like the all the issues of lit kind of just feeling off are just kind of amplified much like the hulk is an amplified version of bruce banner Uh um in which it's like this guy's big and i'm gonna hit x and i don't even can't even really see what i'm hitting but like it's it's working i don't know i guess um there's also weird things of like uh the robots will be like in that first in that first uh, open open mission when i'm playing as miss marvel they're like the, the robots are shouting like we got to stop that avenger and i'm like she's not an avenger yet what are you guys talking about like but she's she's with the avengers so she's with an avenger i guess yeah by, i just by thought proxy. it was odd, like i know she becomes an avenger so i was wondering if they should you guys have recorded like a couple extra lines for the early <laughs> part of the game i don't i don't know maybe maybe i'm nitpicking at this point that's and and i'm fine that's fine um, I think Miss Marvel's uh, more fun to play just because yep. she's not huge. Yep. She was definitely yep. one of the, the most fun characters playing the demo. <clears throat> I like Iron Man yep. too, but that's a required taste. <laughs> I don't have enough time with the other ones. I just had that a day opening section. Yeah. So I need it to will be that. a liked, while before you get anyone else. I liked yeah. Captain America. 
he seemed pretty fun when I played him for like all of 15 seconds. Give it a few more. But I mean, he's not in the rest of the game, right? He's dead. So, uh-huh. oh, clear, clearly. Yeah, that never. Yeah, yeah. that's always. I will say you still have a long time before you see him, though. So if you liked him, you should get used yeah. to somebody else for about another eight hours. Yeah, it's. <laughs> So yeah, how long I, is the campaign? Because I picked it up because it, it, it's already half off. Like Black Friday sales, that thing was at I least mean, half off. Yeah, I got it for yeah. half off and I saw it for even cheaper if I wanted a disc copy. Um, yeah. I have to say it's What like system did you get hours. it for? I have it on Xbox. Okay, I ended up getting it for PlayStation. Avengers is 11 hours. Yeah, that sounds about right. And then I guess there's the, all the end game loot, looping stuff because it is a, a Destiny like. Yeah. Uh, uh, wow, eleven hours, but the completionist is sixty-three. That's crazy. Well, again, it's it's a you know it's trying to be an MMO like Destiny is, right? Like yeah. they're going to want you to play it over and over again. I would love, I would love for this game to be like, hey, every you know six months to a year, much like Destiny, here's a new like mini campaign to play through. We made a whole new you know comic villain and popped up. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. I like, I, but the. The one problem is that I just don't really like playing these characters. Yeah. Um, did did Spider-Man even come out yet? <clears throat> no, no other no. characters have come out yet. Kate Bishop is about to come out. And that's the it, only well, one that's, that's what they said year. from they October. Had to, they had to. De- well, they delayed everything. They said Kate yeah. Bishop was going to hit December. Everything else got delayed to next year. Even the um, PS5 and the Series X optimized versions are delayed to next year. Um, yeah. otherwise like I would have I would have waited for that but it's a little too far off I, I wanted to play this game so I don't know sure. I'm sure the co-op will help a bunch because then I don't really have to I don't I won't mind just mashing X over and over again it does yeah Um, but yeah I just think the combat is boring yeah it's not great especially at the beginning honestly none of them feel really that great unfortunately until you level them up and you unlock like because they have like a main tree and then they have like a, another skill tree at like level 30 or some dumb shit and that's when they really start feeling like a different hero than each other and that sucks like that sucks how much work you have to go through <laughs> that's a to lot like, yeah it sucks how far you have to go before the hulk feels like the hulk where everything can shoot him and he's a tank and he just heals by killing shit that doesn't like come through until he's level 50 and that takes forever like Weird, and that yeah. sucks man. well you don't want it too easy but no, I want it too easy. I, if I'm the Hulk, I should be getting powered up by taking damage. Like I don't want to die that as easy as he dies from the beginning. But he's got to. But that's the hard thing with this style of game is he has to be on the same level as everyone else, right? Otherwise, everyone will play the. That's Hulk. why they probably just shouldn't have him. <laughs> like maybe that, that's well, kind of hard because like it's that's... literally all the movie characters except for yeah. except for Miss Marvel. So. And they're going to add a whole bunch more in that aren't in the in the movies and whatnot. Um, I don't know. I feel they like might, that's kind they of the how poorly the game apparently did. Yeah, it really didn't meet I, expectations. I've seen what I've worse hearing. games get turned around after their first year. Yeah, so I, I would mean, not. I mean, that's that's fair. But that but we're yeah. we're also talking about Square, which also usually doesn't like to give things a second chance. I, this is a weird game for Crystal Dynamics, who are known for like really good single player st- narratives. Yeah, I, like <clears throat> I, I'm just like, I wish they would have had done that instead, <laughs> and just like, yep. made it like like those those like first two Tomb Raider games from the reboot are awesome. They're so good. Uh, yeah, 
It feels like them having to put multiplayer stuff in here kind of ruined something that could have been really good. I think it's just a weird thing. Like they're just, they're trying to, it's such a big undertaking. Like, Hey, we're going to make a new MMO. Like that's, but you guys don't do that. Like that's not what your studio does. Like, yeah. Anyway. Um, I started up a new game today. Another co-op one that came to game pass called fogs. Fogs. I will describe as think of cat dog, but both ends are dog. Oh, did that and finally come out? And they don't have limbs. And it plays like Nobi Nobi Boy. But it's co-op, and each of you control a head. This came out today. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so some of my friends used to play this every, like, PAX. It was at every PAX, and they would always play it. Okay. So okay. I wonder if they're this aware that it's actually out now. It's fine. Uh, it looks good. It's It's silly beyond belief. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little slow um, and uh, to the point where it's like, okay, I get the puzzle, but now we have to kind of go do it. And this is taking a little bit like it's like a couple steps too long for like every puzzle. Um, And because it's physics based, it's it's like really not super easy to move around the world, especially when half your body is controlled by another person. It's not like cumbersome to move, but it's just it's a little longer than you'd probably like based on like how fast you figured out the puzzle. Um, the trailer makes it seem like it goes to some weird genres. There's like some stealth sections you have to get by people and whatnot. Right now it's been a lot of like one of us, we have to like grow a fruit so we can cross this bridge and then we have to like bur- burn it down um, so that we can let these like little gremlins through. And, and you know, it's, it's basically a puzzle game tied to a, a weird Nobi Nobi boy character. Um, and you're, and, and that's, that's funny. I don't know if it's going to, if it's funny enough for me to like play through the whole thing, because like I said, it is a, it's a bit slow for uh-huh. what's going on, but it looks cute. The characters you come across, they're goofy. You know, one guy's wearing like a corn cob on his head, and he's and he's also got it on his chin, so it looks like a beard, but it's corn cob, and that's funny. Another guy has a great beard, and that was cool. Um, so if 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 uh, if Nobi Nobi Boy, but there's a campaign and it's co-op, sounds interesting. Definitely check it out. That's Fogs with a PH. Lots of good food pun jokes in the game with like the achievement names and stuff. So that's great to see. Okay. Um, cool. It's a weird, it's a weird here. Okay. Here's a weird thing. A lot of the puzzles <laughs> require you to get like, there's like a hose, like some water coming out of like a pipe and you need to make something grow by getting the water over there. So what do you do? One of you bites on the pipe. The other one stretches their body. And then the water goes through your body onto the thing you need to grow. Okay, <laughs> and, sure. And that's and it's a lot of stuff like this is gross. What is happening right now? Um, or that's one of you bites good. a hot pepper. The other head is now blowing fire out of their mouth. Um, which, you know, if you watched Cat Dog, you know, in the theme song, cat's licking his arm because he's a cat and then dog like burps out a, a hairball. So, I mean, I understand how the body mechanics work of sure. of fog. Yeah. And Nobody's I guess the last thing I'll. Yeah. I mean, the last thing I'll leave you with is uh, my girlfriend saw this and she said they should be called hot dogs. <clears throat> and I don't think she's wrong. <laughs> I don't think she's wrong either, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, last game I've been playing is I started A.I. The Somnium Files, or I, the Somnium I. Files. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only like an hour and a half in. It's like my go to bed. I have 30 minutes before I'm going to fall asleep. So I'm going to 
read a book, but it's yeah. a video game. Um, it, it's, it is definitely one of those. So this is from the creator of 999 and Virtue's Last Reward, those games. So guess what? There's a flow chart in this one. You're going to be jumping around to different times in the spot to see different things. Great. That's exactly what I want from the creator of 999. 999 is fantastic. Yep. You should play 999. I'm looking forward to getting into this. I don't really have much to say other than this is the first time I've played my my Switch in probably three weeks because I, I bought got the new consoles. Um, so the graphics look old compared <laughs> to what I've been looking at these days. Uh-huh. Um, but that's fine. <laughs> but it really was just yeah. like, oh, look at this seven blocky 720 this isn't bad animation what is this oh okay whatever it's fine um but i'm looking forward to playing i I probably won't have much to say for a long time um but here's your regular reminder that uh if you're listening to this you need to play 999 and and you can thank me later uh can i interject before we go on uh john did you finish bloodstained how was it? Me? How yeah, sorry. I finished it on stream uh, yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Okay. How did you find it? Yeah. Uh, it was good. I liked it. It has some quirks. Uh, I would yeah. probably give it like an 8 out of 10. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it definitely, you can tell it's an indie game versus the usual AAA Konami stuff they used to make because there's a lot of weird glitches and bugs. Yeah. Um, there are some very weird uh, locations for items you need for progress. Uh, there is uh, so the bosses all hit really hard it's really weird how much damage you just take yeah yep um sure. but i enjoyed it that is very much like an egovania so if you like the yep. castlevania games it's it's a pretty prime example of it and i would put it pretty high on the list honestly how uh how long did it take you to find out how to do the water stuff because it took water me forever st- the water stuff, just I when I found the enemy, I got lucky. Like so, no one told me oh. what the enemy was. Okay, yeah. Uh, I had to be told we were, how to do it because I looked everywhere else <laughs> in that game. So, so what happened for me was so I played this after it's been patched a bunch because apparently they upped the spawn rate of that specific item. Oh, okay. Uh, but I was just wandering through the water area. I'm like, man, I can't sink underwater. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Oh, hey, yeah. there's an enemy I need for a mission. Let me kill it. So I killed, I had to kill like eight of them. And the eighth uh-huh. one gave me the shard. So I was like, oh, well, that's convenient. Oh, man. That's really but again, good. Yeah, but again, like, you shouldn't have to hunt around to do that. That's stupid. That's the worst that's, part of the game. That's, that's one of my biggest part. complaints about Dawn of Sorrow. So, like, yeah, yeah. I was mad that they had done the same thing again. Yeah. They didn't learn their lesson, basically. Yeah. Uh, also, I don't know if this is like spoiler stuff, so I won't get too far into it. Did you fight any of the secret bosses? All but one. Or sorry, I fought all the bosses, uh, but I didn't have enough healing items to take on the last boss I had left, which was the... The train? Was uh, No, what? Train boss? No, we fought that one. That, that was okay. no problem. Okay. It was the, the one you need a book for. You need a certain item in your inventory to fight. I'm trying to remember. It's been a while, but sure. There's a whole bunch of them. There's like, Books what's that nerds? one that hits really hard in like one of the last areas that also summons demons in his fight? Oh, that's the carpenter. The carpenter. That fucking fight, dude. That fight that was fight. brutal. 
But apparently, like, uh, I, I, I told my chat, like, yo, after I've beaten, like, a boss or, like, a game or the game, you can just tell me whatever you want. And they're like, yeah, no, it, uh-huh. the easiest way to do it was just stand on the ceiling. And apparently, like, he couldn't hit you. Really? Oh, yeah. that's fucking infuriating. <laughs> but, like, the demons would still be a problem. But, like, apparently uh-huh. he is, his attack, is he doesn't work straight up. Interesting. Okay, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I, I think that game's cool. I'm glad you played through it. Sorry, that's all I wanted to bring up. Yeah. All right, let's do a little bit of news. Nothing really happened this week. Um, Finally. Yeah. <clears throat> Switch firmware update 11 released with some actual uh, useful stuff. You can now transfer screenshots and videos to smart devices or like your computer and stuff. Uh, you don't have to just put them onto Twitter and then save them off of Twitter. Yeah. That would have been uh, nice. You can also put lot. them on uh, USB drives and you can prioritize downloads. Um, and I guess just for uh, completion sake, there are Super Mario Bros. 35 avatars added. <clears throat> uh, the last one is Nintendo put out a little press release and video uh, announcing that Super Nintendo World is going to open in Universal Studios Japan on February 4th. Hmm. That's cool, okay. but I don't. Yeah, yeah like, are are this the other part? Of the, are other parts of the world at the point where they can open amusement parks? Guess Japan is. They they still Fair are going to have some like COVID procedures and stuff, but like, can you imagine waiting in line for a amusement park ride and after every ride ride they have to wipe down every seat? Ugh. Like you're, those lines are going to be ridiculous in length. <clears throat> Can I add something to news here? I just read. Sure. Casey Hudson and how Mark excited Dara you are, are leaving Bioware again. Oh, yeah, that oh, happened today. Say. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. So Casey Hudson, the GM of Bioware and Mark Dara or Dara, the executive producer on Dragon Age uh, that's coming up, are leaving the company, apparently. So this is the second time Casey Hudson is stepping down. Um, Man. What's going on at Bioware? What is going on over there? I'm that doesn't leave me with a go ahead. My assumption is after Andromeda and then after Anthem, there's a lot of pressure at that studio. Uh huh. And I bet it's a lot of people being like getting pulled in different directions. Yeah. Um, A lot of investors to, to and shareholders you got to appease. Uh, and there's probably a lot of pressure both on Dragon Age and then yeah. whatever the next Mass Effect is. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so and then there's a little Skunkworks team slowly working on Anthem that everyone makes fun of. So apparently uh, the studio is going to be overseen by Samantha Ryan uh, and you named Christian Daly, who joined from Blizzard, is going to be leading the Dragon Age project uh, in Mark's absence there so i don't know those two names um but i don't need to it seems like they're throwing people around there yeah remember they had that like expose or whatever where people were saying that like they had therapists and stuff come in and they were making fun of people that were breaking down from the stress of releasing andromeda and stuff like that that was uh no yeah that was but it seems like bioware is not a great place anymore (laughs) to work and that's such a bummer I hope that some good comes out of this, but I don't know, man. 
doesn't leave me with a, a lot of good, hope. a lot of hope for what's coming up. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, Bioware's fallen from like a really high part in the industry. Yeah. Uh, so I'm yeah. sure it's a, it's a lot of there's a lot of tension there with that uh-huh. and, and people that you report to and whatnot. And so Bummer. I'm sure it's it's a weird it's a weird place to work, but <clears throat> they were one of my favorites. So I hope they they get it around but who knows what a bummer way all right to let's do some news. questions if you would like to send a question in it is top perspective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter the discord channel or john's p.o box kevin writes what are some underrated soundtracks oh <clears throat> i will always say the soundtrack to the game shatter yeah, this is one of the best video game soundtracks ever. But like nobody played that game because it was just a little indie downloadable game on PlayStation Three. Yeah, that's a and cool I think one. it's on PC. That game, that soundtrack is phenomenal. I'll always yeah. uh, always fight for Simon Vicklin's soundtrack. So Payday Two and uh, yeah. Bioshock Rearmed. Yep, those are good too. Um, the thing is, is I don't know about underrated. Like I like Jake Kaufman's stuff specifically. The Shovel Knight soundtrack is like one of the best. I feel like Shovel Knight's not it's underrated. Super. For sure. Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot of underrated soundtracks, I don't think. You know, again, like I, think another, another, another non underrated one, the Meat Boy soundtrack rocks. <laughs> the original one, one now. Yeah. No, I was about sorry. to say, did you guys ever see that, hear the new one? Because I didn't. It's terrible. Is that one? Yeah. Is it I bad? heard it's bad, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. Is it is it actually bad or is it just bad in comparison? Because that first one is so good. I think it's a bad in comparison kind of situation. It is. Okay. It's a bad in comparison for sure. That's a bummer. Uh, I got another underrated one. Uh, Sword and Sorcery. Uh, Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery. Okay. It has a really cool soundtrack. Again, it was like a mobile game. No one really played that. Yeah. That's a cool soundtrack. <clears throat> Let's see what's on my phone. I think I actually took out a, a lot of video game music after a while. <clears throat> yeah, I can't think of games that are like underrated. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. That's not underrated. That's not underrated. Arguably, that's one of the better parts of that whole game <laughs> that stand out, stand through the test of time. Replaying that game was kind of like, oh, yeah, this game's slow. Like, it's <laughs> still fine, but it's slow. Oh, I like. um, Um. Pretty much like anything by um, the Res developers, what they end up doing. So you know, Tetris Effect oh, yeah. is a great soundtrack. Um, what was that game? Child of Eden? Is that what it was called? Yep, that's the one. Yeah, I like that one as well. But I think that's the underrated one because you know everyone knows Tetris Effect's music's good and Res music's good, but no one played Child of Eden because it was kind of like a connect game. Sure. Uh, I mean, that guy has a, a music group called Genki Rockets that I like. So if you like those, check out Genki rockets. Yeah. I honestly can't think of anything. Uh, next question from Cody with flash being removed permanently at the end of this month. Can we take a moment to remember some old flash games? I personally spend so much time on Neopets and most of those games will be unplayable. PS Neopets is still around and gets daily updates. Well, uh, be soon. So, daily yeah. updates. You would think if they're getting daily updates, they would have just transitioned it off of Flash. 
They might be, because uh, I know uh, Newgrounds already did that. Yeah, Newgrounds is one of my old go-tos for Flash games. Um, a lot of which maybe aren't exactly friendly in 2020 anymore. Um, I'm sure not. Yep. Yeah. I never played a lot of the of games like, on Newgrounds. I watched a lot of the like just animated shorts that were on there. Also, I'm sure those don't uh-huh. hold up or are friendly in any way. They weren't friendly back then either, to be honest. Um, yeah. I, I I I played Neopets back in the day. You know what? I got to look up a list of like Flash games because I'm trying to remember some here. I remember like a bunch of South Park ones back when that show yeah. was brand new. Their comedy that was on a bunch the actual of weird games site. for them. Yeah. Yeah. I played those uh, for sure. There was, there was some weird game we used to play a bunch in high school called Snowcraft, which was like you had three kids throwing snowballs at like a bunch of uh, kids that were charging at them. So it was like a weird sort of tower defense missile command style game. Okay. Do you guys know Nanaka Crash? That sounds familiar, yeah. No. It's like, like an the one anime. where they like crash into a bunch of buildings. No, it's like a bike walls. anime girl oh. and you would crash it and then they would like fly and bounce off stuff. Yeah. I remember I played that. I mean, I guess like some of the best ever became actual games, right? Meat Boy, for example, was Flash. Alien Hominid was Flash. Castle Crashers, yeah. Castle Crash, like Super House of Dead Ninjas originally was Was uh, Spelunky a Flash game? Spelunky, yeah, was Flash. What was the name of the game that eventually turned into Trials? Oh, fuck. Oh, I think it actually was still kind of called Trials or something like that. That makes sense. Blooms was Flash. Though, like, a whole bunch of them became, like, fully fleshed out games on different platforms and stuff. Ski Free, oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, oh, Trials was a browser game in 2000, somewhat similar to a game called Kickstart 2. Maybe it was just Trials that I'm thinking of then, because I definitely played, like, the original. Yeah, Trials 2000 Java, Trials 2 2007 Flash, Trials HD 2009 Xbox 360, and then consoles afterwards. Oh, right, N. Oh, yeah, yes. oh, N was That's Flash. probably the one I played the most of. I played so much N. And then I played a yeah. lot of the uh, N+. I never played N++. Uh, always wanted to, just never got around to it. I mean, it's it's more N. It's exactly what exactly yeah. as advertised. That's all I want. But yeah, when they added like the co-op levels and stuff in there, man, I played so much N+. Yeah, and then there's a whole bunch of tower defense stuff that were fun. Man. Yeah. That sucks. Flash. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly well, there's people that games... have either worked on or made an emulator for it so you can still play them. Sure. And like I, and I was about to say, a lot of these games that you, they got ported and made uh, like an actual good version elsewhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh so that that's good. But then like we still yeah. lose it on things like Homestar Runner's old website with all their cartoons and their games that they yep. built for them. Sure. Yeah. That's true. But most of the cartoons have been ported to YouTube now, so good yeah uh next question from suku suku now that christmas season is dreadfully upon us what are some of the best <laughs> christmas themed levels in video games uh freeze easy peak from banjo kazooie because that's literally like 
Christmas. There's even a Christmas tree, snowman presents. And uh, the second DLC for Saints Row 4. The one where you say the Saints save Christmas. There we go. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Christmas themed levels. Many levels. I, I can think of some games like, uh, or actually, Costume Quests uh, DLC was Christmas, wasn't it? I didn't play that. That's like the only Costume Quest stuff I have. I didn't played. play it either. Pretty yeah, sure you're for right the first, on that. For the first Costume Quest, yes. Um, Arkham Knight, or no, Arkham City is set at on Christmas Eve. Okay. Uh, and that's that's their like explanation for why like nobody's on the street. <laughs> Everyone's at home for the evening. Sure. Um, I just said Miles Morales is set during Christmas yeah. time. Yep. God. Iron Man 3 is set during Christmas time. The movie. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Ghost Trick is, is a Christmas game. It ends on Christmas Eve, I believe. Something like that. Yeah, there's uh that flash game, Mary Gear Gear Solid. Yeah, Mary Gear Solid. It's the Christmas themed <laughs> Metal Gear game. That's I've pretty never great. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Costume cr- Quest Grubbins on Ice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you guys know Home Alone is set at Christmas? I've got that in the chat. Thank no, you. there's no way. <laughs> There is a Home Alone game. There's a couple. Yeah. Bayonetta 2 takes place on Christmas. I didn't remember that at all. Yeah. Because it starts with her Christmas shopping. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember her shopping. I would not have remembered it's Christmas shopping. Good for her. Decoy Troy writes, what's the longest bin session you've had with a game? Okay. Uh, I think I have two answers for this because one of them was like a sleepover thing where we took turns. So like a weekend, we actually just like while one slept, the other kept playing. But I'm not going to count that one. The longest myself is probably. I don't know, between 16 and 20 hours, probably. Oh, my God. I'm definitely I'm probably in that same range, probably around 15 because like I yeah. played Spider-Man like a couple weeks ago for 13 hours, so yeah, yeah. So I know I've at least done longer than that. I for never sure. do this. I like, but I, I, I legit can't remember what game I did it did it with like longer than that Spider-Man one. I should say this isn't a regular thing, though. No, I, same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I rarely do this. Like the longest I'll probably play a game for is like maybe three hours if I'm doing some co-op stuff and I just kind of lose track time with my buddy and we're just like playing Apex games over and over again on a Friday night. But for the most oh, part, wow. like the longest I'll usually hit on my own is like two and that's probably stretching it. I, I kind of jump around stuff quite a bit. Um, thinking back though, I remember like one Thanksgiving, I played through all of the first Jack and Daxter on that weekend. Sure. So it was probably that. But that's probably like a six or seven hour game. I I, this, I really don't binge games in like a long sessions at all. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think a regular session is usually about six hours for me. That's still that's so much like I'd say a regular session for me is like 
an hour to an hour and a half. And then I'm like, all right, I need to like watch something or I'm going to get some food or go work out or do something. Mm -hmm. VGC Kenny says, if you all became a TDP themed group of Power Rangers, what would your colors be? I mean, we're already wearing three different colors, so I think we're set. We got Sean wearing red, so the leader color. I'm wearing blue, so I'm the nerd color. And Paul's wearing black. He's he's the side character. Nope. He's, the, he's okay. the extra ranger. He's the extra it's ranger like, that shows up. Paul is wearing black, so he has to change immediately because <laughs> that's appropriation. No, I was gonna say like you're like the silver ranger who's just like, yeah, we we found you halfway through the season, and you're just way better than everyone. <laughs> it's kind of true. Whoa, well that part's not true. <laughs> <But yes. laughs> The other thing is, isn't the like logo like three different colors? It's the logo colors. It's purple, orange, and is it white? Yeah, that's what you got right now. Logo looks like. Yeah, that's, there's there's another three colors we could go with. The white ranger is like the best one though, right? Isn't it? Yeah, usually. Yeah, like it's like usually like white, silver, or like gray, or like some like some color like that. I'm like outside color, yeah. I don't think there's usually a purple or an orange ranger, is there? I'll, t- I'll Maybe be in one of the other shows. There's there's usually yellow and pink. Yellow. Uh, yeah. There have been some purple rangers, I believe, though. But traditionally, they keep right. them within like the five the five primary colors they usually use, which are like red, blue. Ah, uh, uh, yes, yellow, the five pink. primary colors. Not actual primary, <laughs> jackass. I mean, they just keep <laughs> using the same ones over and over. Uh, which is like, yeah, red, blue, yellow. Pink, green, green, and black. Uh, and like green gets thrown in a lot too. So this is really six they pick now. Green turns into white yeah. though, right? Uh, in the that- in Mighty Morphin, yeah. Yeah, in the original. Okay. But in some of them, like green's just a regular ranger. All right. I think, uh, John, you're up. Oh, was that mine? Sorry. Uh, Linebeck writes in and says, uh, do you think that too often we uh, at, or attribute the creation of a game to one person, whether actively or subconsciously? I see people putting all the praise or blame on a single individual a lot when it comes to media in general. I mean, that's just what happens when you're like a spokesperson in general. That just happens to you. Yeah, I would say we don't do this very often way. in games. I think maybe in I, movies I, you do with like the director. Uh... I would argue no, because like, what about anything Hideo Kojima's made? Yeah, he well, gets praised for I, everything. That's the thing is, it's it's rare in games because even even yeah. in uh, scenarios with like Hideo Kojima, I can think of like what two or three other people that maybe have that. Like, it's um Peter Molyneux. The uh, oh, okay, Peter Molyneux. I wasn't thinking of Peter Molyneux. I was thinking of American um, McGee. No, you guys are just going to keep saying names while I said I can't think of anyone. <laughs> uh, Beyond Two Souls, uh, David Cage, David Cage, oh, David Cage. Yeah, uh-huh. um, I feel like a, a, a long time ago you could maybe say Cliff Bozinski. Yeah, you definitely. Uh, yeah, but he's say retired Cliff. now. <clears throat> yeah. He's retired. Um, sweary. I, I might still do it with Sweary. I would still do it with Tim Schafer probably as well, even yep. though I know he has a team it's, of people. He did. Dev- yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like Peter Molina. I wouldn't do it nowadays or even American McGee. Like I, I don't think about American McGee like ever. Yeah. yeah but he's anymore. still working on stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, and there's like, 
there is kind of a point where if they're the creative director, a lot of the choices are their fault or their praise because they're the ones that kind of say the final thing or whatever. Like Hideo Kojima doesn't put his name on something where he doesn't obviously have all control on it. Like every idea in there would probably be at least workshopped through him first. And then like he would tell his underlings to do something. So maybe they should in general for some games, but like most games, I think people realize now is a team effort and, I've I've hear more people saying, "Oh, Bioware really fucked up Anthem," like instead of, you know, like Casey Hudson fucked up Anthem or whoever was working on it. Right. I think it's just yeah, kind of how much they're out there talking. I think Hideo Kojima is just kind of like the the number one character for this. So if, if I feel like if we kind of ignore him because he's like an it odd be, scenario. Well, it might be a Japanese thing in general because like they're saying. Uh, Sakurai, Miyamoto, like, these are all names that, like, people probably do associate a certain game with, right? Suda? Sure. Yeah. Wary. Wary. Uh, it might just be a Japanese thing with how they do games, and they have kind of, like, a head that is almost taking responsibility for everything. Yeah, which kind is odd, like, which is odd, because, like, we know it's the studios there's so many people touching these yeah. games um for sure um and then on the whole other side of it you definitely do get your like your phil fishes who it's like yeah it was him and then yeah. someone did some music <laughs> right or like edmund mcmillan or something like yeah yeah that that's a different thing because it literally is that one person <laughs> that yeah, created exactly. the game yeah. so they are to blame for sure <laughs> Uh, Hebrew Lantern writes, um, I definitely saw this uh, in Ask Reddit. Anyway, if when you die, someone takes the VR headset off of your head and asks how the virtual life was, what's the first thing you say? You need to patch 2020. (laughs) (laughs) I I think I would just be screaming. Just non stop screen. <laughs> <laughs> Can you show me the character creator settings again? I got some questions. <laughs> I'm trying to think what some of the, like the answers from Ask Reddit that were good. One was like, "Did you guys? Uh, were there multiple saves that I could go back to?" Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> show me some cheat codes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just a single tear rolls down your face. How'd you stop time like that? Can I go again? I guess. <laughs> yeah. Put me back in. That's probably what you would want, right? Is you'd rather be like, I want to live in there. No, thank you. Yep. I guess it's, this is just the matrix. Do you, do you take the red or the blue pill? Mm. Yep. This That's exactly what this is. <laughs> uh, next question from Rinku. What's the game you played when you were younger that would be considered shovelware by your standards now, but younger you enjoyed and you have nostalgia over? Uh, Arrow the Acrobat. The, the Flintstones. Okay. by Anything by Ocean. <laughs> yeah. The, okay. the Flintstones movie, the game. Dennis the Menace, the movie, the game. Uh-huh. Sonic. 
And anything Sonic? No, Sonic wouldn't be considered shovelware. I would consider it shovelware by my standards now. Yeah. Sonic games are bad. The originals? Oh, that's... Uh, that's what... Okay, like, I'll I'll give you yeah, some okay. of the bad ones, no, like, I, 06 see, and stuff like that, but I, yeah. I see what you're saying, yeah. Well, I mean, okay, yeah, I guess I can't say that. At the same time, I just don't really enjoy the originals that much. I just don't think I really like Sonic games. But anyway, I wouldn't... They're not... The originals are not considered shovelware, you're right. Oh, I actually really like those stupid <laughs> Burger King games those are actually <laughs> those, shovelware those are fine those, those are, are actual those are way better though. than they have any right to be yeah like, no for sure th- those, those are, are better supr- than they have any right to be and they're still shovelware yeah. yeah some of the best licensed games out there uh sarcasm says how does one handle a series like Star Fox at this point where it can't rely too much on its roots while also having people cry foul when it tries something new? There's two questions here, but I'll just ask the first one first. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for those who don't know Star Fox's storyline, they've rebooted it at least twice. Yeah. If, if not at this point, three times. Do people cry foul when they try something new? I guess that was Adventure, right? People yeah, it would be technically like Star Fox Adventures, yeah. And even Star yeah, Fox Zero, where they were trying to go back to the original, but then they uh, like ham-fisted in the motion controls. Okay. I just, like... I guess I just don't see a lot of people being, like, precious about the Star Fox lore. I'm definitely not. I mean, there's no way to be... I, I get the point of the question. There's no way to be, like, so gingerly about it when it keeps yeah. retconning itself constantly. Yeah. There's just a handful of characters that haven't been like completely erased from lore yet, and that's kind of about it. So, yeah. wait, did Zero reboot everything again? Yes. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't play Zero. <clears throat> I feel like you gotta just like take Star Fox, put him in like a whole different section of space, just a whole new cast of characters, like don't touch on anything from the original ones, and just make like a fine Star Fox game. Yeah, you just have to make a good game first and then just thump, like everything else will fall into place, I think, is the thing, right? The game has to be great first and then everything else can stick around. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? you're right. But, but so then it, I guess the question comes with like, um, like, what do you do with like genre? Do you just make another like Star Fox 64 like it's just flying or do you do any land stuff? Well, mm. I think, honestly, Star Fox Zero kind of did it well in the fact that they gave you different types of ships. Like, you had your standard, like, I'm going forward constantly, you got to dodge things and shoot things. You had your all-range mode, so you had all the stuff 64 had. Uh, but it also had the Landmaster, and it also had, like, this uh, this chopper that you could kind of just, like, freely move, and you had to, like, grab items and drop robots to control and stuff like that for hacking. So it was, like, more like stealth plane missions. Like that was, I think that was a decent trade-off for on the the proper on the ground missions. I remember enjoying Assault. Hmm. Assault was fun. Yeah, I mean that had stuff on the ground and in in the ships and stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to think. I didn't play much of it, Paul. You did Star Wars Squadrons. What if that was Star Fox themed? Could that work? <clears throat> 
I mean, for flying, yeah, sure. It's fly. It's good flying, right? <laughs> like, so are you just thinking dog fighting a bunch? So you just uh, well, I mean, that multiplayer. We're is, talking about well, the multiplayer uh, at that point. Well, I'm, any of it. Like, is the how is the campaign? Like, you're not a Jedi, are you? No, like you running around uh, doing lightsaber stuff. It's always flying. I didn't do a lot of the campaign stuff. Yeah, okay. It's flying. I'm just wondering, like, how much of that you could just be like, well, what if there's like, if you take out the lightsabers, what mm-hmm. if it was just Star Fox characters? Um, and then like, there's like cutscenes of them doing stuff, and then it goes into like a flying thing for the actual gameplay over and over. Yeah, maybe that, or I, yeah, I don't know how much like running through corridors with a blaster you would want. Um. I wish I had more knowledge about how squadrons handles, if that would be a good or not. Like, are you thinking even like maybe a Star Fox VR thing? No, not really. I mean, I I was just trying to, I was just trying to think of another kind of space game. Uh, Um, so that might be a good thing for Nintendo to dip into the VR landscape with their, one of their properties though. Yeah. F zero and Star Fox would do both very well. Yeah. That could be interesting. Or it could make everybody throw up. One, it, would one. it would be <laughs> it would both. It would be both. <laughs> uh, second question. Uh, are there any other video game series that struggle from this stigma? I think everything mm. you've done, though. Mario. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Zelda as well. Like I, th- yeah. I think... I think everything Nintendo because each of those franchises are just kind of cherished so much. Um, yeah. Unless every unless it's like uh, Kirby, where it's kind of known for doing something different every single time. Sure. Um, yeah, but even even Kirby's getting into a rut lately, where it's just kind of doing the same thing over and over. Sure. Yeah. And and because like well they did a bunch of like weird stuff and then they stopped with like Air Ride and like Tilt and Tumble and then they just stopped doing all that stuff and now it's just the platformers again. Isn't this the reason uh, why people hated Nuts and Bolts as well? Because it was a different yeah, thing. Yeah, probably. but that also was because we hadn't had a new game in that series in, like, years. Mm. Nuts and Bolts is a good game. I think Just it was, saying. like, a six-year gap, maybe even longer. <clears throat> yeah. I think it's one of those things where if you have a gap and then you return to a beloved franchise with something new, that like that's going to rub people the wrong way, probably, a little bit. Yeah, like, seven seven years, it looks like. Yeah. Hmm. But I guess not always, because the gap between like Resident Evil stuff to Resident Evil Seven was big-ish, not too bad, and that's a completely yeah. But we were, we were getting, thing. but we were getting games every couple of years in that franchise. Yeah, but none of them were first person, which it was a complete different thing. Well, there were a couple like the light gun games, but yeah, there hadn't been one of yeah, those yeah. since like PS Two. Yeah. So, like, it's not every franchise, I guess. There are certain <laughs> ones for sure that when something changes, they people freak out. I've got a good one. Halo. Has Halo and tried because something? Of that, yeah. they, have, they Halo Wars. Like, barely. Like, they're so afraid oh. to try something new. Like, I remember when, when uh, Bungie ended and 343 picked it up and, and 4 was, like, so similar. And it was like, really? Like... If, I think if they change change something significant, people would would pretty freak out. They definitely yeah. hold that thing dear. Um, I I think it, they need something different, so I'm yeah. actually kind of interested in in Infinite because it sounds like they're finally doing something different. Um, 
but I think Halo is a good example of this. I think Mass Effect, it ended up like that, but it was mostly just because Andromeda was just kind of a boring, broken game. I feel like yeah. if that game wasn't as broken as it was, people would have been fine with it. But unfortunately, since it since people do hate it, they kind of are probably learning a lesson of, I guess we can't try much new stuff with this. Let's just go back to Shepard. I mean, who knows what the next Mass Effect is, but. Yeah. Uh. Call of Duty had a weird thing where people always wanted something different because it's the quote-unquote same game every year. Then they, like, added in, like, sliding really fast and, like, super jumping and, like, robot arms and shit like that. And people were like, this is bullshit. Then the next year it was, like, Call of Duty World War II, which was literally back to what they used to do. And then people loved it again. So, like, that series is fucking weird because people always say they want something new but they don't because they fucking hate it when they get something new in that series. So yep. that's a good point. All right. Last one from Hayes AC. Think about one of your favorite and least favorite games. All right, let's do that first. Uh, Paul, okay. what's your what's favorite and least favorite games? Just one of them. Doesn't have to be the number one. Sure. Um, you know what? Let's go Castlevania. And, and? least favorite God, I don't usually think about, let's say, Beyond Two Souls. Okay. John, one of your favorite games? Bomberman. And one of your least favorite games? Uh, Aiden Chronicles, the first mage. Okay, I'm going to go with okay. uh, the first season of The Walking Dead. And okay. Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, okay. Now the other hosts are going to name your firstborn child with a name of a character from those two games. Oh, God. Okay. So, John's child is named Aiden something, because I don't know anything else from Aiden. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that works. Aiden's a decent name. Aiden, what was the other game? Bomberman. Bomberman. So what's a Aiden? So Aiden Man? Aiden Man? I can't think of a lot of characters from Bomberman. I I don't know much of the lore of Bomberman. I, I thought they were good. Like, oh yeah, I guess it would be it would be a fusion. Because that's from the two games, right? Yeah. It says uh, name your firstborn child with a name of a character from those two games. Yeah, oh, Aiden Bomber. I, I, I yeah, I guess it's a fusion. So Aiden Bomber. Aimer, Aiden Bomber Wheeler is kind of how their example thing would go. I mean, that's not that's not terrible. That's kind of dope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bomber's actually a pretty kick-ass middle name. Yeah, that's not bad. I, it's it's fine, but the fact that it's it, it's an ER name into another ER name just sounds weird to a me. A little awkward, yeah. Yeah, it's, it doesn't roll off the tongue very nice. Okay, so so Paul, um, Beyond Two Souls, so you have uh, Elliot Page. Yeah, but and, he's not in there as Elliot Page. He's in there as some other character name. Right. I have okay. no idea. William, what William Defoe. Hold on. Let me look up their names. <laughs> characters. Well, like, your... Yeah, this is how much we paid attention to, to that game because, like, none of us know any of the so characters. Castle, Castlevania. So yours could be, like, Dracula Defoe Fleck. We also say Flea Man Willem. Willem Flea oh Man Fleck. Hold on. Hold on. Aiden. Is the name of the ghost? Are you thing? serious? 
the yeah isn't that the ghost Aiden something is Aiden <laughs> yeah it's the ghost yeah 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 <laughs> I mean a lot of kids named Aiden for some reason <laughs> Aiden Alucard Fleck all right I'm down with it okay so mine could be all like right, what the- Clementine yeah Link Booker <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, we got, we got, we got room with high rewards. We can go like Tingle. Yeah, Tingle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, Tingle's great though. That's a great character. Well, there you go. We're salvaging this, this, this curse for right. you. Clementine Tingle Booker. There you go. Gross. <laughs> These names are all. That does terrible. sound pretty nasty. <laughs> That's a bad name. Uh, <laughs> if you would like to send in a question for next week, it's top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What is your game of the week? I guess Bloodstained. Uh, oh, dude, Tsushima. Holy shit. <laughs> and mine is I, the Somnium Files. Uh, all right, check out our Mega Man 11 episode of TDP Plus that we recorded last week. That is uh, live now. So yeah, please go check that out. Also, if you didn't see on Twitter or on the Discord, we have put out our end of the year game of the year survey community game of the year survey we do this every year so come vote tell us what your favorite and least favorite games of the year are and we'll tally them all up at the end for our special game of the year podcast and if you're a patreon subscriber there's a an extra poll for you to take part in over on the patreon as well um people are asking if we can post in the chat we can probably do that so uh stay tuned Uh, otherwise we will see you guys i have one other thing Next week, okay. we are going to not be here oh, at yes. our normal time because the Game Awards are oh, happening right. and we have some busy work. We're just busy also. Uh, so we're here next week on Friday. I will be streaming the full Game Awards and I think Sean will jump in. Um, John's a, No, next uh, week on Thursday when it's live. On Thursday, yeah. John can jump in if he wants to, but there's whoever can jump in wants, or wants to can jump in. Uh, but Game Awards next week. The TDP show will be Friday instead. Yes, come listen to us talk over the Game Awards and react and have fun watching the Jeff Keighley thing. I hear Gal Gadot is going to be there. Um, the girl that plays Wait, Captain why? Marvel. They're presenting an award. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just like, wait, what? What is, what is her name? Gal Gadot made a video game. Did you not know? That would be hilarious. <laughs> um, Captain Marvel, Brie Larson, you mean? Brie Larson, yeah. Gal Gadot made uh, Fez 2. Finally. <laughs> Fez 2! <two. laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, heads up, we won't be here at the same time next week. Friday. We'll be here Friday. Oh, people are asking, is it going to be streamed on this channel or Paul's? Uh, Probably mine, but I don't know. I didn't really think about it. I don't uh, think about it until like the day of really check yeah. check twitter uh, and and basically check te- check, twitter. check twitter yeah. yeah all right anyways see you guys later later everybody Bye.